Hello, this is Patrick from Expression. I'd like to continue on our tutorials for Expression Maps Touch and show you how to create a Maps Touch overlay for controlling play out of your maps in the studio. So here we are in Expression Maps Designer and I've got interactive enabled on this particular system and the way I can tell just by looking is I'm seeing up top I've got a toolbar with some buttons that I normally wouldn't see unless I'm in interactive mode. And I've got my maps here in front of me what I want to do is actually place some buttons in an overlay section on my screen so that it doesn't interfere with the map animations so that I can control this. So I'm going to do a couple things in here. Um, we ship the system with some example icons that we're going to use. And again, this goes into an overlay. So first thing we're going to do is go to the interactive toolbar and I'm going to click on the main overlay. And I find I've, I clicked down here on the bottom just above the timeline, there's a check mark for overlay. I usually do that because I want to make sure that I'm certain I'm putting them in the right place. The next thing I want to do is I'm going to come over to my drawing toolbox on the right side. And again, you may be under oh, some style tool editor or whatever. Go to the drawing toolbox and from the drawing toolbox, choose the group called interactive. And you'll see there's a set of seven icons that are just plain old white lines. And again, we went through the exercise to build my preset. So I know that I need five preset scenes, a home position. I also need a play button. And we'll explain all that when we go through the playout controls. We've given you a couple of examples. We've got plain white outlines for the for the world or home position and the five presets. And there's also some colored imagery that you can use. And again, it's labeled map one, two, three, four, five, or preset one, two, three, four, five. It doesn't matter what they're called. It's the script that they call up. And we'll show you that later when we show you how to build your own. So I'm gonna come over here and I'm going to click on world and I'm gonna drag it on screen. I'm gonna put it over in a corner so that it's not obscuring any of the map imagery that I'm going to be showing in the studio. And I'm going to put all my presets out here and I'm going to show you how I'm going to clean all this up in just a minute. So that's three, four, here's five, and here's play. Perfect. Now you notice I can put these anywhere on screen. There's no particular area where they have to be. But again, I'm trying to keep it out of the view of what the viewers at home are going to be seeing. And now I want to neaten it up. So I'm going to come over here. I'm going to click on my globe, my home position. And I'm going to go over into my drawing editor. From the drawing editor, you can notice up top, there's a spot here called location. Treat this the same as you would, if you're an expression user, the transform controls for position. Longitude equals the X position, while latitude equals the Y position. And I've got some numbers in mind here. So I'm going to put these together. And I've decided negative 1.23, just to make some round numbers so that I'm pretty good with this, is going to be a good spot for this. That's X. And you notice it kind of shifted across a little bit. Now my Y value is going to be negative 0.7. So that drops it down. Now, I've also figured out that I want to have a uniform number between each of these things. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be somewhat efficient here. And I'm going to make them point, negative 0.7 for the latitude on all of these and you'll see they kind of line up across the bottom of the screen and the other thing i'll teach you as you position these when you select one of these icons in the studio what winds up happening a small underline will appear under it to let the user know which one of them is currently active and you'll also see occasionally along the left side there's a little meter that might appear to let you know that it's downloading tiles before it goes to air so keep track, you leave yourself some space for that. So I've got my globe in position. Now the next one I'm gonna move is my map number one. So I'm gonna take that and change that one to being in position 
1.075. Perfect. I'm going to click on number two and I'm going to change that one's Y position to 0 0.0. I'm sorry, 0.92. I'm going to do number three. I'm going to make that one be 0.765. I'm going to choose number four. Oh boy, yep, that should be number four. I'm going to make that one 0.61. And I'm going to take number five here and I'm going to make that one be 0.4550. So now I've got some uniform space there and I'm going to take my play button and I'm going to make that one be 1.23 and I'm leaving myself enough space for that to work. Now, here's how all this is going to work. I'm going to save this as a file and I'm in an overlay mode. So when I do file, save as, and I'm going to call this Amia overlay white buttons lower left and you'll see why that's important later i'm going to click save perfect now if you remember before we put a whole bunch of these things in play already so we made a home position we made some presets and we've got some buttons here i'm going to show you quickly how to put all this together now if i go to interactive and i choose edit project i'm going to call this one amia demo zero one and it already picked my overlay for me but i'm going to go through it anyways and it's the one that i've just created so it's white buttons lower left click open i'm going to choose my EMEA home position which you saw me make earlier i'm going to click that i'm going to put that into the home position my scene one i'm just going to go down the list here is austria my scene two is going to be france my scene three is going to be norway my scene four will be Switzerland and my scene five will be the United Kingdom or the UK and I click save this should be great now I'm gonna do this here in front of you using my mouse I'll show you later using a touchscreen when I go into this and I do view full screen when I click on one of the presets you'll see that it flashes blue and we'll talk about that in a second when we build it while I'm holding my mouse down or holding my finger down it'll go blue when I press the play button it will animate towards that first preset. I'm gonna to go to preset two, click play. And now it's got a short distance to go because it's not that far over, but you can see that I'm moving to that position. The nice part is I can go to any position and you see the underline, let me know, it shows five and I'm gonna click play and it's gonna fly from France, which was position two to position five. And now I'm gonna go fly from position five to position four. And you can see I'm playing these in random order. So there isn't really a requirement to play them in particular order. And at any time I can hit the home button. When I hit home, it automatically flies to the home position. How does all this happen? Okay, let's go back in here and let's look at these buttons real quick. I'm gonna pick this world button. I'm gonna right click and I'm going to click, click on edit drawing. And what you'll see here, here's what I've got. I've this has been named world, it's an icon, its color is white, we'll leave that alone, that's basically its alpha structure. Image is world. And what that is, is I've got two stages of this image and you're gonna see, if I go looking in my toolbox here, where'd it go, here we go. 
There's World and World Press. Wait, we can name these whatever you want. It doesn't matter. There's no convention that makes it work. It's just so that you can identify them. But World is how that button looks when there's nothing going on. World Press is what happens when talent presses it because you saw that it went blue and I showed you that when I was holding on to it. What you're going to see is here's the image for while it's resting. Coming further down, here's where the image goes for while it's being pressed. The part that makes all this work is this level here that's labeled interactivity and it's called fly home. If you look into this, there's interactive scenes for active scene, activate scene one, two, three, four, five, fly home and play animation. We'll talk about continue animation at a later point in time. But there's some scripts in here that basically make, basically make all of this work. So if you look, I, for example, come to the play button, right click and edit, you're gonna see it does play animation. Now, all that's done. Like other things in Expression maps, you have the opportunity to change these, and I've got other buttons here. So I'm gonna show you the trick. I'm gonna go into my overlay mode, make sure that I'm in overlay. If I click on these buttons, they light up, right? Well, like I do with other things in OpenStreetMaps, if I have a like function, so this is an interactive, so I've got my globe from my home position, I could also take my home icon, drag it over the top, and let go, and it replaces it. My preset one, I drag and drop over the top, replaces it. Preset two, replaces. Preset three, replaces. Preset four, replaces. Preset five, replaces. I'm gonna call this one file, save as. I'm gonna call these white button, I'm gonna call it colored buttons. Save. Guess what, next thing I'm gonna do, if I come into the interactive and I edit the project, it'll probably already put it there. I'm gonna save this as a different version. I'm gonna make it four so that I save all this. If I go and click on the full screen functionality here and I click preset one, it still goes to preset position one. It's just a different icon. And again, I want you to notice when I press this, I'm gonna press number three down here. So when I press it, and be the same thing if you're using your finger in a touch screen. When I hold it, the version for the press is black and white instead of in color. So I've done that and then I press play. And there I go. Now I'm flying to position three. So you got the idea of how to create the buttons is next. So you got the idea how to use the flight, but creating them is next. So let's create one button just so that you have an understanding of it. I'm going to stay in the interactive tools. I'm going to click on new drawing and I'm going to choose the type of icon. And I automatically have some of these sitting here and I can call this whatever I want. You can see that the artist who created these for me gave me two versions. I only needed one through five. They gave me one through 10 and they gave me a blank also. So that part was great. But you'll notice as far as how these are labeled, here is um, home default. In other words, that's the way they want it to be when nobody's pressing it. So I'm going to change my interactivity to make it fly home. My pressed image. Excuse me, I have to add a pressed image. I'm going to click add and it's going to be shadow home clicked. So I've got that there. So now I'm going to put that in and I've created that button and you can see here it is. I'm going to take it and I'm going to drop it on my screen. And guess what? When I go into view full screen mode and I click on it, you can see that it changes colors and it also flies out. I could have done this either way, but you've seen now how I create a button. You see how I match a script up to it. You see how I use them as an artist 
or an operator or a studio user on how to work with them and you can see that I need seven buttons and they are tied to something in the build menu and we'll talk about the build menu again in greater detail in a couple minutes.